0: I don't know about you, but I feel like I'm already experiencing the tech glitches and just things that sort of go wrong with Mercury retrograde because we are already in the shadow period of the Mercury retrograde that's happening on Wednesday, December 13th is the day that Mercury is going retrograde and so this episode isn't about Mercury retrograde. That was just on my mind, but it's about the December 2023 outlook. So our final month of of 2023, we have a good amount of astrological shifts happening this month, one of them being the Mercury retrograde, but really kind of all eyes this month are on Mercury, Mars, and Jupiter. And this episode is going to serve to tell you everything about what that means and how it applies to your life in a practical sense because that's kind of what we do around here. Welcome to the Yogi Scopes podcast. If you are new here, if you are not new, then welcome back. Either way, I'm your host, Rosemary Holbrook. I am a Vedic sidereal astrologer and a yoga teacher now practicing as a yoga therapist. I've It's been this slow unfolding. It's hard to like title myself, I want to say I'm just a yoga therapist, but I'm not actually done with the certification yet. So that would be dishonest, I suppose, to just start calling myself a yoga therapist. I am in the practicum portion. If you're familiar with what a yoga therapy certification entails, you have to see a certain number of hours. It's a lot of hours. It's about six months worth of seeing clients um, to become a yoga therapist. And I'm doing that now. And so I go off on that tangent because those of you that signed up in the Yogi Scopes membership before it closed on November 17th have access to six sessions of yoga therapy with me while I am working through my practicum. So you've already received an email about that. If you uh, haven't responded, this is your reminder to respond and um, that... I just go on that tangent also to kind of qualify what I do here with Yogi Scopes. The whole like point, I guess, is um, not just learning astrology just to do it. I suspect if you're here that you have always maybe been fascinated with astrology. Maybe that has taken you to varying degrees of buying books or apps or whatever to study astrology doesn't really matter your your existing level of knowledge, but um, I just find that a lot of stuff out there, especially on Vedic astrology, um, but astrology in general, gets very, like, cerebral and heady and really, like, in the weeds of, like, what the astrology, like, system is and with less practical applications. So that's why here on the Yogi Scopes podcast, I use my little yoga therapist knowledge that I have after having been working on this certification since late 2019 so it's been um four years now in the making and so I've learned a lot in that time and it has to do with how to apply the wisdom of yoga philosophy to your life in a meaningful way and not just knowing the philosophy to be super like the best one at the dogma right but to make meaningful change and to be a kind of person. So that's what we're here for. Welcome to the Yogi Scopes podcast. If you're new or if you're not new, welcome back. Um, and I actually, so I always mention that we use the sidereal zodiac here. I was just interviewed on another podcast, my good friend, Amber Brown. She was on the science of light. So if you've been around, you might've heard her episode over on the science of light. If not, go listen to it. It's a great one, um, about the movements of Venus. Uh, that's a really good episode, but I, she just interviewed me on her fairly new podcast called the Astro Coaching Podcast. So I highly recommend to go check that out and listen to the interview because it was all about like kind of the differences between Western and Vedic astrology, um, and just more about that. So it's fun. It's a fun conversation. It's a good listen. Um, yeah, little plug for that for Normally, I give a little spiel, but now I have more resources I can point you to. And so, um, yeah, Amber's podcast is delightful already. It's it's fairly new, and, and I'm super excited for it and for her. So, yeah, let's dive into what's happening in December. I actually have one, two more housekeeping announcements before we dive into what's happening in December. So, the first one is... I don't know if, I know not all of you use Spotify, and hang with me if you don't use Spotify to listen to podcasts, because I have an analogy, I don't want to punish you for not being a Spotify user, but if you do use Spotify for your podcasts, and especially to listen to this podcast, and you just got your little Spotify wrapped, it's super fun, I love it. Um, My top podcast for the year was a podcast called Fun Fables, because we put it on Alexa in my four-year-old's room for him to go to sleep. He listens to these bedtime stories. They're super hilarious. Um, and apparently because we let him fall asleep listening to it, um, he, he, we listened to like 16,000 minutes of fun fables this year. So that was my top podcast of the year. But if Yogi Scopes was your top podcast of the year on your Spotify wrapped, I want you to send it to me and I have a gift for you. And I'll tell you the gift in a second because I'm going to extend the same gift to people that use Apple podcasts in a different way. So there's no wrapped on Apple podcasts. Cause I guess Apple is a bunch of sticks in the mud. I don't know that they, they don't like to have fun. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. But, um, if you use Apple podcasts, if you could write me a review, not just put the five stars, but actually write something. Okay. So this is a multi-step process. You have to Put the stars, or however many stars you think I deserve, I don't know, um, and write the review. Write something, and then take a screenshot once it is posted, and email that to me. Um, and I will send you the same gift that I'm extending to folks that share, if they—if I made it into your Spotify wrapped. Um, but you can also, so anybody, write a review. Um, but the main place I'm looking is Apple Podcasts or share your Spotify wrapped, tag me on social media with the Spotify wrapped or with the review, either way. Um, and I will send you a 2024 Yogi Scopes planner. It is a physical copy book. This leads us well into our other housekeeping announcement that's so exciting. If you've been around for a while, you know I've been making the Yogi Scopes planner as a PDF for a few years now. And it's more than just a calendar. It's not just a list of astrological dates in like list format or even in calendar format. It's more than that. That's why it's a planner. It's not a calendar and it is now a physical book. If you're watching this on YouTube, I have one in my hands right now. If you're on the podcast, you're not going to see it, but um, I actually, I posted it on Instagram the other day and this is just the monthly version I have in my hands right now. So it's quite thin. The monthly version is like fifty something pages, like fifty-five pages, I think, or fifty-six maybe. And the year or the weekly version that is a physical book that you can buy by going to yogiscopes.com slash twenty twenty-four um is like a hundred and sixty something pages. So it's quite thicker than the one that I was just showing on screen. Um but it has Not just all of the, it does have all of the astrological dates in list format and tables towards the front so that you can just quickly reference things. Um, But then it also has monthly pages throughout the year that have the dates, the things happening that month, a place for you to just write out your regular monthly like whatever. Um, And then... It also has weekly pages with a place for you to set an intention for each day of the week. It has the transits for that week, plus my interpretation of the themes, plus a place for you to write how that lands in your life so you can keep track of it in one place. And then it has a place to just plan your regular life week. So it's a planner. It's not just a calendar. It's a planner. And so if you want one, if you're currently in the membership, y'all have already received an email from me that I'm sending you one of the weekly a couple of you elected for a monthly. Instead, and so that's fine. Um, but I'm everybody else, I'm sending a weekly if you're already in the membership. The membership is currently closed for enrollment, um, but I'll reopen it soon. And so th- that brings us to our other housekeeping announcement is that I had planned the yearly planning workshop to be on Sunday, December 10th, because that's right by the new moon in December, and that's um, just a good time. We'll talk about it in a second. And I'm making the sort of sad decision, I suppose, to postpone it. Um, And that was a tough decision, but it came from the fact that um, I want y'all to have the physical planners in your hands. And that is only a week from now, basically. And it's cutting it too close for comfort for me. And so, um, yeah, getting this, this physical planner out into the world is pretty much a dream come true for me. And I know for several of you have been waiting on me to make this or somebody, uh, to make this. And so it's out there. Um, but shipping at this time of year, we're not going to gamble on it. So we're just going to push the yearly planning event back and I will send out an email, the official date and time and, and your chance to sign up. So with that, let's talk about the astrology of December, because that actually has, to do with, you know, that's like why obviously I pick all of my workshops and like things that I offer, um, are highly, highly based on the astrology. So that's why I was like, it makes sense to do this planning for the new year around this new moon that's happening in Scorpio, in sidereal Scorpio in December. So just to, um, um, make it more clear, I suppose, let's talk about what's happening in December. So as always with these monthly Outlook episodes, I just give you a run through of the dates of what's happening, and with always the caveat that if you want them written down, that's why you get the planner, so that um, maybe one day I can stop just rattling this off, but I probably won't, so. Um, uh, the first thing happening this month is not until next Wednesday, December 6th, with it, which is Neptune is going direct in Pisces. And that will factor into, of course, I always go over the overall energies, what it's a good month for, a bad month for, and yoga practices and journal prompts. But um, I just want to make a note right now while we're talking about that, that remember that Rahu just moved to Pisces about a month ago. So that Pisces energy is high. We'll talk more about what that means when we get to the overall energies section. Then right after that, the next thing happening is Tuesday, December 12th, is our new moon in Scorpio. And then Wednesday, December 13th, Mercury is going retrograde in Sagittarius. And we will have a Mercury retrograde meditation challenge in the membership. I don't know, haven't decided, if I'm going to offer it for individual sign-up again or not. I might. Um, More about that on the Mercury retrograde special episode when it comes out, because I will do an episode just about the Mercury retrograde itself and then and also about the new moon of course the next thing that's happening is on saturday december 16th the sun enters sagittarius which is always a point of difference i suppose when you're out there on the internet and you're hearing oh sagittarius season according to um western astrology and everybody on the internet around december 16th we will be almost in capricorn season according to them but um just try it on for size. See how you feel. See if the last couple weeks of December really feel like a time to be getting your shit together like Capricorn season or a time of extravagance and partying and um, adventure like Sagittarius season. So just see just see how it feels in your life is all I'm going to say about that. And then um, on Sunday, December 24th, Venus... Enters Scorpio and I have some things to say about that in a moment because um yeah, I'll just get there. Venus and Scorpio is because of Venus's retrograde earlier this year, this is a little bit of a different energy than we normally have at this time of year. So I'll say more about it in a second. It's not a bad thing, I don't think, as long as you're prepared and you know, which is why you're here listening to an astrology podcast. And then on Tuesday, December 26th, there is a full moon in Gemini. So I just want to point out the new and full moons this month are ruled by Mars and Mercury respectively. Okay, so just make a mental note of that. Um and then Thursday, December 28th, Mercury retrogrades into Scorpio. And then on Saturday, December 30th, Jupiter goes direct in Aries and which is ruled by mars and monday january 1st mercury goes direct in scorpio which is new years on new year's day mercury goes direct a couple of days before we'll have jupiter going direct so i just want to point out first about all those dates if you're like listening while you're driving or doing dishes or working or whatever maybe it it didn't um paint this picture in your brain but i don't know if you noticed that there was only like a couple things happening in the early part of the month, like the first three quarters of the month. And then between Tuesday, December 26th and Monday, January 1st, I know that's January, but it counts. Right. Okay. So there is one, two, three, four, five things happening. No, six things happening right there in that last week of December. And there's only four things happening in the first three weeks of the month. So just keep that in mind as you sort of think about how December might play out in your life. Um, And so as I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, all eyes are on Mars, Jupiter, and Mercury this month. So let's talk about what that means. Because as I mentioned, the new moon is in a Mars ruled sign, Scorpio. The full moon this month is in a Mercury ruled sign, Gemini, at the end of the month. And at the same time, We have Mercury going retrograde for like half of the month. Um, And we have Jupiter is still retrograding in Aries, which is another Mercury ruled sign. And so the other, most of the other major shifts we have going on this month are switching from Mars ruled Scorpio to Jupiter ruled Sagittarius. So let's talk about what that means, right? Because if I just say those planets Um, They might not evoke an embodied sense of meaning in your brain and in your body and in your life. But that's what we're going for over time with this study is like when I say those things that it like means something to you, but it's not a prerequisite, right? Um, So Mercury is all about the nervous system, the um, communication. Mercury is like... um, it's not the message or the content of the communication. It's like the the path. So, for example, uh, with travel, which might be on the mind this month, with especially all this Sagittarius energy, um, with travel, Mercury is response. Mercury retrograde is responsible for like delays. Um, you know, traffic jams, flight delays, things like that, things just getting messed up. And so this is the thing. It's like, you will probably still get where you're going. Or like with Mercury retrograde, for example, the message will still get across, even if there's a typo, even if there's a delay, right? So that's kind of the idea with Mercury. So when I, that just, I hope that helps paint a picture of like what Mercury represents. It's the nervous system. It's like, um, the 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 nervous system is like the information highway of your body right if that makes sense and then so mercury also represents the the highways and the you know um yeah does that make sense where it's not like mercury isn't like the 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 point you're trying to make in your email it's like the email itself i hope that makes sense um And then so, so Mars, and that'll hopefully make more sense in a moment. Mars is the warrior planet. And so Mars is all about action and motivation and drive and getting things done. And with that can also be a little bit fiery, a little bit, maybe arrogant, a little bit, um, less compassionate, but it can, Mars can also bring a very passionate energy. And if, done correctly that passion can be compassionate if you're not careful it can lack compassion so that's one of the things actually i have on the list for things to watch out for this month um and then jupiter is known as guru in sanskrit and so it's all about what does a guru do but supposed to expand your horizons right through through spiritual teachings through philosophy through, um, you know, being generous and giving. And so those are kind of the three most heightened energies this month. And that is by way of Neptune is going in direct in Pisces, which is a, a Jupiter-ruled sign. Um, and everything else this month is happening either in Scorpio, which is a Mars-ruled sign, Aries, another Mars-ruled sign, or Gemini, which is Mercury-ruled, and Mercury is going retrograde in a... Uh, Jupiter and then Mars ruled signs, right? So, if that does that make sense, how all those three energies are like the biggest energies of the month? So, let's talk about what that means in a more um, practical sense, like how beyond just the planets that are being activated, what it all sort of plays together to mean. So, the main, main overall energy I would say of this month is doing the deep inner work and reflection to expand in the direction of your dharma. And so another main theme that's going to come with that is examining how your emotions, which is very Scorpio, and your um, nervous system and how, how able you are, to, which is Mercury, right? How able you are to regulate your emotions impact on your nervous system and the effect that that then has on your behavior which is like mars right so hope you're following i'm going to keep talking and hopefully it makes more sense as i go um so when Nepu- neptune goes direct it will bring a an energy of illusions and deceptions being dispelled because neptune And Pisces both have this like Delulu energy, which I talked a lot about on the Rahu moving to Pisces episode, um, which I actually just learned from my Spotify for podcasters wrapped my version, um, that I have for being a podcaster. I also have one for just my Spotify account that I listen anyway. Um, I learned that that episode was a big one for a lot of people found this podcast via that episode. So welcome if that's where you started your journey with Yogi Scopes. Um, and whether or not it was, no matter how long you've been here, I do recommend revisiting that periodically or as often as possible. And so when things get activated, like Neptune going direct in Pisces where Rahu is, it might be good to revisit what that means, right? Um, and that episode's a good place to do that. So is the sign-by-sign that exists in your membership portal if you're in there. So... Um, yeah, the that energy, Neptune going direct in Pisces, allows for greater spiritual and emotional clarity, which is a good thing, right? Neptune being retrograde might have made those things a little bit clouded over the last several months since Neptune has been retrograde there, um, and that also deepens the connection to spiritual practices, especially with Rahu being there, um, and also maybe bringing increased interest in exploring the subconscious mind. And so that's by way of Pisces being activated in this way, this shift of energy around Pisces, which is Jupiter ruled. Um, and what we have going on, meanwhile, with the sign of Scorpio, which is, so Pisces is more about subconscious, spirituality. Scorpio is more about emotions and, um, yeah, like how your emotions drive your behavior right so um those things are both highly activated this month and then it's also a time so with that new clarity and vision that you might be experiencing when um Neptune goes direct it's a good time for optimistic goal setting because of especially um once the Sagittarius energy gets kind of heightened it will be a good time to um yeah, set your goals for how you're going to expand your horizons and move towards that vision and lean into this philosophical, just indulgent and extravagant energy that Sagittarius brings. And so that's, um, like I was mentioning with the Venus and Scorpio thing, the holiday season, here we are in December, most of the major world religions, right? Celebrate some kind of extravagant holiday in december like there's yule there's christmas there's hanukkah there's you know what i mean it's and a lot of it the theme is about keeping that light alive in this time of darkness at least especially here in the northern hemisphere and so um that whole like christmas giving or whatever holiday spirit thing that's so sagittarius um, and so I just want to point that out to hopefully, even if you're not like Christian or celebrate Christmas or, cause I'm not, but I celebrate Christmas, even though I'm not Christian, I look at it more of like a solstice or Yule kind of, you know, getting back to those pagan roots, I suppose, um, of lighting a Christmas tree to keep the lights alive, even when it's dark outside. Right. Um, and it just makes, it makes me happy. It's very extravagant. Right. Um, like having a Christmas tree and this whole like holiday giving spirit is so Sagittarius. And so I just hope that even if you don't celebrate those things, that making the connection between that collective energy that we experience in December often is so Sagittarius. Like that's a good embodied understanding of what Sagittarius energy is like. And, um, so with that, especially with Mars moving into Sagittarius later, in the month, so which means Mars will have been in Scorpio for the majority of the month, which is the sign that it rules. So that's fine; it's not a bad thing. Um, but when, so for briefly, there Mars and Venus will be together in Scorpio, right around the time you might be home for the holidays, especially if you're in the U.S. Um, because it's December 24th, Venus moves into Scorpio, and it's not until I think was it the 28th? What did I say? Or I, I don't keep these dates; don't live in my head um when 27th when which is a wednesday it's the wednesday after christmas if you celebrate mars enters sagittarius so for those few days mars will be gandanta first of all um moving from sorry yeah from a water sign of scorpio to a fire sign of sagittarius mars will be gandanta so just be careful there um and with venus in scorpio and so i mentioned that that i had things to say about Venus and Scorpio. And that is that at least, okay, so I have to give this caveat with the fact that I am 29. Uh, my, my, I'm married to somebody who is seven years older than me. So most of my peer group is like in their thirties, right? Okay. So um, uh, the reason I bring that up is that I am at the age where a lot of my peer group, if they aren't already married, they are soon hoping to get married. Um, and some of them are, you know, divorced already and that's that's fine, that's cool. But um, I'm just saying this is my worldview, right? That's why I bring that up is because maybe this is because of the phase I am in in life and so that might be making my perception this way because I see on social media every year for the past several years since I've been in my 20s, um, people get engaged around the holidays. It's very common. And uh, like I got engaged on New Year's, right? And several years ago. And I also see there is a little bit of stankiness from people who don't get engaged, who were hoping to. And so getting engaged is a very Venus in Capricorn energy because Capricorn is about structure and taking things to the next level. And Venus is all about um, relationships and romance and also finances and abundance. So getting engaged and saying we're going to add this next layer of structure to our relationship and then ideally, usually, a marriage signifies some form of joint finances is a very... Venus and Capricorn thing. And so Venus in Scorpio is just a little bit of a different energy. So I say that if you are one of the people that's hoping for a ring on Christmas Eve or New Year's or whatever, just know that the energy of that is a little more supportive around Valentine's Day when Venus does move into Capricorn. But I also, like, I didn't want to waste your time talking about that if you're in another phase of life and you're absolutely not hoping for a ring, right? Um, like, I'm already married. I know people that are recently divorced. I know people listen to this podcast that are, um, you know, in their 50s or 60s and whatever. I, You know, so I, I recognize that everybody here is in a different phase of life, but I just hope that that example helps illustrate the energy that I'm going after. And so Venus in Scorpio, with a gandanta Mars, around Christmas Eve to, you know, right here at the last week of December, it's just... Uh, a passion will be very high and it's also a time that's ripe for emotional connection. So just the shadow side of that you have to look out for is um, expecting the energy to be anything different, first of all, than, than what it is. And second of all, um, making sure you incorporate, incorporate that compassion part that I was mentioning earlier, that don't just let your passion get away with you, make sure you're having compassion for yourself and for those around you, and um to maybe choose your battles wisely. Don't get in any fights over beliefs, which actually will kind of get more, that energy will get heightened when Mars moves to Sagittarius, right, which is on the 27th. So still that last week in December, um that's kind of the energy going on, if that makes sense. So, this is a good month for socializing and making meaningful connections because of this the Sagittarius energy and the Mercury retrograde energy actually like because of it being mostly in Sagittarius and Scorpio also and with the Venus and Scorpio energy around the same time that Mercury retrogrades back to Sagittarius. It's like if you're going to make connections during that time. Maybe you focus on deepening connections or making connections in a meaningful way. Connections with other people, relationships, right? So that's, it's a good month for that because of those energies. It's also a good month for laying plans to broaden your horizon, especially towards the end of the month, taking action that'll get you there. But that actually, that taking action piece takes off a little bit more in January, which is why I was like, we want to do the yearly planning party Um, around this new moon would be a good time to do it, but that was a tough decision, honestly, to push it back. I was like, I want to, I just want to do it, but I would rather you more of you have the planner in your hands because the, the exercises that we'll do, um, in the yearly planning party. And I, these are largely the same exercises we've done in years past, but I do these exercises every year myself because they work and that's what keeps you on track with your vision and helps you turn that vision into meaningful progress so instead around that new moon in Scorpio we will be focusing on more of that deep emotional work that I mentioned um, to kind of um, this gets into like some some stuff that I've got to mention in a, in a moment about what it's a good month for is like um yeah like you don't want to just, get to work, like get going, get to taking action without making sure that the action is aligned and exploring. So this is a lot of what we'll explore in the Mercury Retrograde Challenge is how your, uh, the meditation challenge that we do every Mercury Retrograde in the membership, exploring in the in the guided activities that I'll offer you within that challenge, how your emotions and your nervous, how your emotions impact your nervous system. This is a very Mercury um Scorpio thing right and then in turn to bring in the Sagittarius piece how your emotions and nervous system are driving your behavior and if that feels aligned with your vision that's what we'll be exploring throughout the Mercury retrograde meditation challenge so I think that will serve just as well to work with these energies in your life and then do we'll do the um the planning activities and the the 2024 astrological rundown when you have your planners in your hands. So if you want to get one, FYI, if you're not in the membership, and I can't believe I didn't say this earlier, you go to yogiscopes.com/2024 like two zero two four to it'll redirect you to the print on demand company that I'm using called Book Patch. So when you see it redirects you to a not a Scope site, it that's intentional. It's not spam. I'm using the book patch. You can also go find the bookpatch.com website and just search yogi scopes on there. It'll take you to the planner where you can buy a weekly one to get shipped directly to you through this shipping company. It'll be faster that way. Um, But also if you, if, if I showed up in your Spotify wrapped, or if you send me, tag me, email me, whatever, a screenshot, a review on Apple podcasts, then I will send you a planner. So you need to do that in the next week or so if you want to have um, the planner in your hands on time. So yeah, so let's keep rolling. It's also a good time while Mercury is retrograde in Sagittarius to revisit your educational goals and be open open to revisiting your philosophical, wow, I can't talk today, Mercury retrograde shadow period. Uh, I always stumble over my words worse in Mercury retrograde. And the shadow period. So anyway, revisiting your philosophical or spiritual views, making sure that your dogma that you're aligning yourself with, which is something I touched on a lot in that interview with Amber that I mentioned earlier on the Astro Coaching podcast. Um, You can find that wherever you get your podcasts and listen to it. I I touched on that, but um, reflecting on how your your philosophical views or your dogma are serving your vision in life because that's the whole thing is um philosophy and spiritual practices like this are in my opinion a a lot of times they get conflated with if you can just be the most perfect at that dogma or that philosophy or whatever then that's like the goal but in my opinion no it doesn't matter you can mess up the rules a little bit if as long as it's serving you making the world a better place being kinder to yourself and others that's something i feel strongly about anyway this mercury retrograde in sagittarius might bring up some of that um and just a a time to reflect on how that's showing up in your life it's also a time to reflect this entire month on how your emotions and nervous system drive your behavior and that's related to the um the mercury retrograde thing i was talking about with the mars and scorpio um and mercury energies being heightened this month. And so it's also a good time, especially with this Scorpio, Venus and Scorpio energy and all that stuff to reassess joint finances and investments and be mindful of uncovering hidden truths and being sensitive about it, especially with that Venus energy. Just just have some compassion, be sensitive, right? And then it's a good time for renewed growth and expansion in self-identity and initiatives. And that comes with the Jupiter direct in Aries, which is at the end of the month. So it's like if you do all this inner work all month to reflect on your views, your philosophies, what you're aligning yourself with, if that is leading to the right vision you want in your life, and then reflect on how your emotions are driving your nervous system, which is then probably driving your behavior, and if that's taking you closer to or further away from your vision. Um, and the journal prompts in a moment should help with that. And so it's, all, it's a bad month for And so so just to finish that thought, sorry, um, to do all that this month so that when Jupiter goes direct in Aries at the end of the month and Mercury goes direct in Scorpio also at the end of the month in January will be the time to start taking action towards that. So you want to align your action in December, align your thoughts, align your, your insides with your outsides so that when you step forward into 2024, you're more intentional and not just doing stuff, just to do it. You're, um, Really being more intentional then. So it's a bad month for taking relationships to a higher level of structure without the, examining that deep emotional connection. So that's what the Venus and Scorpio is all about, um, that deep emotional connection in relationships and finances, right how your money money behaviors and how your emotions are driving that, right? And it's a bad month for fighting over beliefs. Or making moves without doing the introspection first. So your yoga practices are to meditate every day during Mercury Retrograde. That is my challenge to you now and always. You can join us for a guided version. It's super fun. A lot of good accountability and community support in the membership. Which I say that. And the membership's not actually open for enrollment right this second. But it will be like next week. I'll reopen it. Um, I just I had to kind of settle after the enrollment period in November with several of you being grandfathered into the new one-on-one tier and, um, the new lower tier, which was part of the Black Friday bundle, um, where you can get just weekly sign by signs. Anyway, the, the official details, I had to kind of let that dust settle. It was a lot and getting the planner out. Um, so you can sign up for the membership. I'll, I'll send it. You, you got to get my emails cause that's where I send this kind of stuff. Um, and then it's also important to journal about your vision before setting goals for the new year. And so I would just say in this, this month, if you can just be reflecting in your yoga practice, whatever kind of yoga practice you do, whether it's, I mean, I've started going to hot yoga again. So shouts to my peeps that I see, if you see me at hot yoga Asheville, say what's up. Cause that's been like my home studio since way back. And I, um, kind of stopped going during the pandemic and having kids and stuff and I'm officially back and I set foot in the door and got a big hug from an old friend and that was awesome so say what up if you see me there so I go to hot yoga some of you might not do that that's intense right um so you might do restorative whatever kind of yoga you do whatever kind of practice you have whether that's at a studio or at home or whatever can you just explore in your own awareness And in your meditation practice, if you have one or if you don't have one, that's what the challenge is designed for. How your emotions are impacting your physiology and your nervous system. What is the relationship there? It's a question to explore in your practice all month. And then maybe also reflect on how that's driving your behavior. So here's your journal prompts. Um, As you reflect on the past year, Were there any significant transformations in your life this year? And how have those changes shaped your emotional depth and personal growth? And what aspects of your life do you feel like you're still in the process of transformation? And how can you support and become more intentional about that transformation or changes that you're seeking or or going through right now? So that was a big one. We'll explore that more on the, the new moon in Scorpio uh, episode next week, as well as in the yearly planning event, we'll explore it more actionably and more in depth. And so, next question is: What beliefs or long-held philosophies have I que- have I um, either left unquestioned or perhaps reconsidered this year? How has my perspective on life, learning, and spirituality evolved? And in what areas do I still seek greater understanding or knowledge? And then last question, how do I balance my need for intellectual stimulation with effective communication with others? So we'll also explore that more in depth on the full moon and Gemini episode um, in a couple weeks from now. So reflecting on any conversations or interactions you have, what have you learned about your communication style and how can you improve it going forward, especially in that Mercury retrograde time? So yeah. Just a quick, that's your journal prompts, your yoga practices, quick recap of the housekeeping announcements. If you made it, if I made it into your Spotify wrapped, um, or if you don't use Spotify, you could alternatively write me a review on Apple, like actually write something and tag me in it on social media. And I will send you a gift. And that gift I mentioned will be a copy of the planner. If you already have, I think I forgot to mention this earlier. Whoops. If you already have the planner for whatever reason, we'll think of something else. And that's going to depend on where you are and what you need, but it'll be good. Um, I promise. And then be on my email list to hear about the Mercury Retrograde Challenge and the membership re-enrollment if you're interested in that and win the yearly planning party will be rescheduled too. And you can go to yogiskipscom 2024 to get your hands on a planner. So thanks for being here. I hope December is a wonderful, beautiful, extravagant month for you. And I hope you keep on doing the inner work until next time. Please keep your feet on the ground, your head in the stars and stay in the light. Take care, friends.